biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. You're listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts on the biggest stories around the hardwood. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Wednesday night in the NBA featured some absolute blowouts. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here to help break down everything for you. Let's start with Wednesday's best performance as Giannis Antetokounmpo was too good to not talk about right away. The best performance. Hold up, hold up. The reigning NBA champions, of course, have enough playmakers for anyone to help them win a game. But on some nights, you just let your star player do his thing. Locked on Bucks tells us more on the huge night from Milwaukee's two-time MVP. What's up, everyone? Kane Pittman here from Locked on Bucks. And the Bucks are back. Maybe. Certainly from a personnel standpoint, they looked a little bit more like... Uh, the Bucks we've seen over the past few seasons. Chris Middleton comes back tonight. They beat the Lakers 109 to 102. No LeBron James. Let's make sure we make mention of that to start this game. The Lakers are not the Lakers without LeBron James. And certainly tonight on the floor, even though there was Westbrook, even though there was Anthony Davis, there was no one on the floor close to the level of Giannis. And Giannis had 47 points, nine rebounds. Uh, he was 18 of 23 from the field. Whoever was in front of him, whether it was Anthony Davis, whether it was Dwight Howard, whether it was DeAndre Jordan, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, when he switched onto him, it didn't matter. He went through them, he went over them, uh, and he scored in every way possible from the outside, from the mid range, from the post. He was dunking on people. It was the classic Giannis performance to finish with those 47 points. And Chris Milton, uh, I think tonight, clearly he was trying to find his rhythm with his shot, but they missed his passing. Uh, and also, uh, additionally, in the fourth quarter, when it was a close game, of course, like he did all postseason long, Chris Middleton hit two big threes, two consecutive threes, and it was just nice to have him back in the lineup. So the Bucks will hopefully build on this. Only their second win at home. Uh, they're 7-8 and eight on the season. Uh, Giannis said after the game, just trying to get more consistent, trying to bank these wins and, and move forward. So good to have Chris back. Good to have a win back. Uh, we're going to break it all down on Locked on Bucks right now, wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. The Los Angeles Lakers started a long road trip on a loss after Milwaukee beat up on LA. Without LeBron, Locked On Lakers has the reaction and what to do to make sure this loss doesn't turn into a long losing streak. This is Andy Kamenetsky, co-host of Locked On Lakers podcast, and the Lakers lose the first of a five-game road trip, 109-102 to the Milwaukee Bucks. Ultimately, way, way too much Giannis in this game. 47 points, he lived in the paint, hit three threes. He could not be stopped by the Lakers. But while this is big boy professional basketball and there is no such thing as a moral victory, there were actually a lot of positives for the Lakers in this game. Russell Westbrook had 19 points, 15 assists, and only three turnovers. Maybe his most controlled game of the season. Talon Horton Tucker continues to play really well since coming back from thumb surgery. 25 points, 12 rebounds. He was 9 of 18 from the field. Anthony Davis was solid. And this was the best third quarter, which has been a huge problem for the Lakers, that they played this season. Honestly, if the Lakers played with this much focus and purpose and care on a regular basis, they would be in pretty good shape, regardless of the players that they've been missing in and out of the lineup, the injuries, all of that. It, it wouldn't solve everything, but it would solve some issues they've been having. A lot more to get into, so make sure you are subscribing to Locked On Lakers' YouTube channel and that you are making Locked On Lakers your first listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Biggest Game. 
After having their three-game winning streak snapped last time out against Golden State, the Nets bounced back in Brooklyn Wednesday with big performances from James Harden and LaMarcus Aldridge off the bench. Locked on Nets says a team effort helped Brooklyn secure the win at home. Doug Norrie locked on Nets here following a Nets win over the Cleveland Cavaliers, the depleted Cleveland Cavaliers, 109-99. to This one was a little harder than you would have thought it was, should have been, would have been, could have been against the Cavaliers team that was missing Evan Mobley, ex-Net Jared Allen, Colin Sexton as well. Game stayed a little closer than you would have liked. Kevin Durant, 23 points. The big story, obviously, Patty Mills comes in, fills in for Joe Harris. 21 points in that role. Took the second most shots on the team. Six for 12 from beyond the arc. Nets win on the second half of back-to-back. Coming back a little bit from that Warriors loss on Tuesday. We'll be talking about this and more over on Locked on Nets. The Atlanta Hawks picked up their third straight win at home against the Celtics on Wednesday, beating the Celtics comfortably enough that it was never in doubt in the fourth quarter. Our Locked on Hawks host still stayed until the end, though, and he has the post-game recap. Hello, friends. My name is Brad Rowland, coming to you live from State Farm Arena after what became a 110-99 win for the Atlanta Hawks against the Boston Celtics. A nice, taking-care-of-business kind of victory for Atlanta. They're third in a row. They're now 6-1 and one at home this season. They started out with Kevin Herter, red hot in the first half with 19 points, and they took the lead at halftime. And then a third-quarter headline by Bogdanovich and Collins, scoring at a high level. Cam Reddish had the greatest night of the season, in my opinion, for him. He played very, very well across the board, and generally a nice, balanced performance on offense and a quality effort on defense. And Celtics team is definitely struggling on the offensive side of the floor. Never really in doubt in the fourth quarter, and the Hawks cruise to what became a comfortable double-digit win in this spot. The Hawks will now have two days off, actually, after this, before they return to action on Saturday at home. And we'll have full coverage of this game and much, much more on the Locked on Hawks podcast. The Boston Celtics couldn't get going in Atlanta, and Locked on Celtics says that tonight the Celtics just weren't the better team. Hey there, John Corrales here from the Lockdown Celtics podcast after the Boston Celtics dropped one to the Atlanta Hawks, 110-99. to Basically, the Atlanta Hawks just came out and won this game. They played better than the Boston Celtics. The Celtics defensively couldn't stop basically any pick-and-roll action. They couldn't stop Trey Young off of the dribble, which he didn't have a great shooting night, but he converted 11 assists, 10 of 10 from the free throw line. So he was a problem. Celtics defensively just struggling to stop the Atlanta Hawks because the Atlanta Hawks were the better team in this one. Jason Tatum woke up 34 points on 12 of 23 shooting kind of sucks that they wasted an 18 point night from Grant Williams, six of 12, three of eight from three. Some questions about him not playing as much in the fourth quarter as maybe he should considering how hot he got Celtics getting really nothing off the bench outside of Josh Richardson, who had 11 points, no one else off the bench scored. Meanwhile, Cam Reddish comes in and is just drilling everything, 19 points. I shouldn't say that because he had one of six from three, but he was really good. 19 points on eight of 14 shooting. The, the, the Hawks getting a big contribution from their bench. Celtics just not getting enough. Shorthanded, no Robert Williams. That hurt. I think that could have helped defensively. Maybe it would have changed some of the things that the Celtics did. Uh, no, obviously, Jalen Brown. That hurt because that would have been an extra scoring punch that, that would have helped. The Celtics tried everything. They tried switching. They tried drop. They tried trapping Trey Young. None of it really worked. So tough one here, but the Celtics still in a position to finish the month of November in a, in good shape. 
And this is one of those games that would could have gone either way. The Atlanta Hawks, good at home and good enough to beat the Celtics and be in control for most of this game. I'll be talking about it on the Lockdown Celtics podcast, so make sure you're subscribed and watch the show on YouTube. Coming up next, the Magic beat the Knicks in the Garden again, and Detroit takes care of Indiana as we look around the league here on Locked On Now. All right, I am here to tell you about Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar ever. I mean, most protein bars are chalky or waxy and just plain hard to choke down, but not Built Bar. Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate, and when you bite into it, you know that you're eating something different. I'm telling you guys, if you have not tried Built Bar by now, you're missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but I swear it just does not taste like one. You guys have to try one of these to believe it. They're low carb, low calorie, low sugar, and high in protein. And the best part about it is there are so many flavors. They come in coconut raspberry, mint brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, double chocolate, and cherry Garcia. And this month, Built Bar is coming out with new limited time flavors every three to four days. So check their website very often because you guys do not want to miss this. You can go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now NBA. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and let's take a look at the rest of the action around the league from Wednesday. Let's go around the league. The Indiana Pacers offense never quite found its rhythm last night. Indiana scored just 89 points in a loss to Detroit and locked on Pacers, called it the worst loss yet in his postgame recap. Worst loss of the season for the Indiana Pacers as they fall in Detroit to the Pistons, 97-89, only 89 points. Against one of the worst teams in the league. Not a great performance from the Pacers offensively. They only had 41 at the half. They had 18 turnovers. They fouled the Pistons 22 times. They shot 9 of 37 from deep. Only 14 of their 33 made shots were assisted. Basically everything the Pacers want to do when they're playing at their best. They did none of it in this game. They were atrocious offensively. A lot of forced jumpers. A lot of out of rhythm jumpers. Uh, just, just nothing that looked like a cohesive offense that that can beat any team. Nonetheless, a team that came into this near the bottom of the NBA. And the Pistons played great defense down the stretch. Another terrible fourth quarter for the Pacers after putting up 10 in the fourth on Monday against New York. Only 16 in the fourth today against Detroit. So probably the worst loss of the season for the Pacers. They need to recover as they fall to 6-10. and 10. We'll break it all down and more on the Locked On Pacers podcast. And while it might not have been the worst game of the season, as our Locked On Pacers host put it, Locked On Pistons didn't love what he saw from Detroit in what he calls an ugly win. Your Detroit Pistons get a win tonight. Host of the Locked On Pistons podcast, Kuka Hill here. This definitely wasn't a beautiful win. Definitely was a bit of an ugly win for the Detroit Pistons as they win 97-89 against the Indiana Pacers. The majority of the team really struggled shooting-wise. Kay Cunningham was 6 of 18. Sadiq Bey, 5 of 14. Jeremy Grant, 5 of 14. Trey Lyles, 2 of 8. Uh, Isaiah Stewart, 2 of 5. The one real guy who shot well from the field this game was Corey Joseph, everyone's favorite player, who shot 7-11 from the field, had 18 points, and played 18 straight minutes to end the game. I'm not too mad at it. He played pretty well. But I would like to know, did, has any other Pistons this season played that long of a stretch at any point in time? I don't know. Uh, but I thought the Pistons played really well defensively, specifically on the Indiana Pacers, two big guys. Uh, Sabonis only had 15 points, but he was 4 of 7 from the field. Didn't really get many shots up. Miles Turner was 2 of 8 from the field. He only had 6 points. So I thought the Pistons did pretty well defensively, and obviously that's why they won this game. 
Though they did see some clutch moments from Kay Cunningham down the stretch in the fourth quarter. But ugly win for the Pistons, a win nonetheless that you'll take. We'll talk more about this tomorrow on the Lockdown Pistons podcast. Okay, let's try to get a little bit more positive here. Locked on Magic said Orlando had its best team performance of the year to date, and the Magic beat the Knicks with a standout game from their rookie star. This is Philip Rossenreich, the host of Locked on Magic, and the Magic's walk-off interview on Valley Sports Florida just ended, and Jalen Suggs is indeed a B-A-M-F, if you need to know what that stands for. Um, I can't help you right now because uh, Valley will get fined. I won't. Um, the Orlando Magic with a 104-96 win over the, over the New York Knicks and what was really a, a, the most complete performance the Magic have had all season. Uh, they had great moments from all their young guys with Franz Wagner scoring a, a humongous dunk to put the, ma- to put the Magic up by three. Um, really give them some distance after they lost a 10-point lead behind a three-point barrage from Alec Burks. But everyone had their moments, whether it was, you know, Terrence Ross, obviously the veteran, getting hot in the first half to keep the Magic in it when they were struggling to score. Cole Anthony making plays off the dribble to find guys. Mo Bamba with a big block. Wagner with the big dunk. Jalen Suggs hitting several big shots in what was probably his best game, making big defensive plays. This Magic team hasn't played a lot of close games this year. They've struggled to put together a 48-minute effort. They've struggled to withstand runs. They did all of that tonight. They withstood the run from the Knicks to start the fourth quarter. They made big plays down the stretch. They stepped up to get a humongous win. A big, big, big 104-96 victory for the Orlando Magic over the New York Knicks. It's just win number four, but it feels really, really good. And yeah, Jalen Suggs is a BAMF. The Portland Trailblazers were back at the Moda Arena facing the Chicago Bulls, and we have both Locked On Bulls and Locked On Trailblazers here with more. What's up, Bulls Nation? Matt Peck here from Locked On Bulls with your postgame takeaway. Well, this one hurts. No other way around it. The Bulls fall to the Portland Trailblazers. 112-107 is the final. The Bulls down three with the final possession, and Zach Levine got a look at probably the most wide-open three he will see all season, and he left it short and the Blazers hang on to win. But the story in this one was that the Bulls coughed up a 20-point lead, led by as many as 20, took a 15-point lead into halftime, and then came the third quarter from hell. The wheels completely fell off of the Bulls' offense. They took their foot off the gas, and they had 10 turnovers in a single third quarter. Mind you, this is a Bulls team that came into tonight with a league-best, league-low 13.5 turnovers per game. And they turn it over 10 times in the third quarter to let the Blazers creep back into this game. That one will sting. Drops the Bulls to 10 and 5 on the season. 2 and 2 on this West Coast road trip, which concludes Friday in Denver. For a complete breakdown of this Bulls loss to Portland, be sure to check out tomorrow's episode of Locked on Bulls with me and my guy Big Dave, wherever you get your podcasts. Locked on Bulls, your team every day. Blazers overcame a 20-point first-half deficit to come back and win 112-107 over the Chicago Bulls on Wednesday night. I'm Mike Richmond, host of Locked On Blazers, and this was Portland's best win of the season. They looked cooked in the first half. And then they came back with a monster third quarter and a great final 10 minutes to hold off the Bulls. Larry Nance was fantastic. Yusuf Nurkic gave him nine really good minutes, and they got their best win of the year. They're now 7-1 at home. Another test comes Saturday against the Philadelphia 76ers. Make sure you listen to Lockdown Blazers for more. That's a wrap for us. Thanks so much for making Lockdown Now your first listen every weekday. For more on the association and your favorite team, make your second listen Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This was an episode of Locked On Now. Locked On your team every day.